Thanks for tuning in to another podcast here on AtlanticCommunities.net. I am Bill Seller, along with Sean Graves. And Sean, we got some uh, some good stuff to go over here today. Yeah, we've actually asked Christian Ross to come back in and talk to us. And there are so many times that we look at our responsibilities as uh, real estate agents, realtors, in the process of closing. And in talking with Christian, he actually put together a very nice document about attorneys' responsibilities. And if you're not, if you don't have the uh, if you've not taken the opportunity to get to know um, Campbell and Brandon, you start over with that. So, I thought you were in a hurry. I was. Well, I'd better speed this up, Jack. <laughs> Actually, Christian has prepared a document for us talking about attorney's responsibilities. And if you don't have the privilege yet of working with Campbell and Brandon, uh, you might want to make sure that your existing attorney um, kind of looks over some of these things. But because... Christian is here today. We're going to walk through some of those items that you would want to make sure that uh, is being done in your in your business. Things that are being done before the closing, as well as maybe making sure that the attorney discusses things at closing. So, Christian, start us off on some things that uh, an attorney might want to look at prior to a closing. Thanks, Sean. Um, you know, and, and generally we see the same process for every closing, and you're going over similar documents, but also at the same point buyers and sellers have the same questions either at the table or afterwards and this is to avoid a lot of confusion and and, and yourself being prepared or preparing your client as best as possible and the big one that I see especially if you're in Fulton County recently is tax bills Um, just a general summary of this as of January 1 of that year that's the person who's going to be listed the owner who's going to be listed as of January 1 for the whole year on the tax bill So if you owned it January 1 and you sold it January 1, you're still going to be listed on that tax bill when it comes out later that year. Hmm. And that throws a lot of people. And so I always recommend that, or I always tell our buyer, you're going to get this bill, but it's going to say the seller's name. Don't loop it in with all the other seller mail that comes into you accidentally. And then, so you're saying it's going to have the seller name, but the buyer is responsible. Absolutely, so. it's your property. It's your property bill. Isn't right. that kind of unusual? I mean, it's it's not unusual in Georgia. It's how no, they do it. Really? So you know, say say you're in Cobb County, the uh, owner of record as of January one is going to be listed for the whole year. They're going to be listed on the notice of assessment, which comes out in May, and they're going to be listed on the tax bill, which comes out in August. And yes, it does. City and county. So that's a big one, and and you know, there's the post office is not supposed to forward that mail to the seller but sometimes they do and in that case the buyer doesn't get the tax bill and so they're gonna have to make sure they go online and and they can always retrieve it online through the Cobb County website I think it's CobbCountyTax.org or the other counties you can just search county and tax bill and you can find it that way but that's a big one and that always comes up after closing Um, the next one that I see is is on payoffs. So a seller has a mortgage or, or possibly more than just one, you know, what can they expect after closing? First, don't pay your mortgage prior to closing, you know, three weeks, four weeks prior to closing, because it's not going to be canceled of record in time and I'm not going to be able to close it. So in that case, that's why we're always closing them out at closing, even if there's a small balance. We overcollect as well. So the buyer, the seller, in this case, the seller is going to get a refund check and they're going to have to make sure they update their address with that lender. And even if you're buying a new home with the same lender, update it on your account. Make sure you call. Make sure every account you have with that lender has your new address because they're going to send you a, a refund on the overage check and they're going to send you your escrows if you have any money held back for taxes or insurance. 
Yeah, that, uh, that just happened to me. As a matter of fact, right before we walked in here, I'm leaving my house. UPS truck pulls up, hands me an envelope from uh, my mortgage people. And, of course, the first thing I did was freak out because it's, what am I doing wrong? What did I miss? Turns out, three years ago, we refinanced. We overpaid our closing costs. Now, three years took, ago. It took them three years. Wow. But I guess their auditing finally happened. Well, it's, it's, it's a bank that I will not mention. So, but yeah, so that was kind of nice to find it, you know. Refinance is the same. If you're refinancing, if you're, if you're moving into a new home, uh, because this one now is going to be a rental, all those issues apply. If you're going to get a refund, don't trust mail forwarding. Don't trust your tenant to give it back to you. Hmm. Um, make sure you update your address. Very good. The next thing I would talk about with, the, with any buyer is when the first mortgage payment is due. That's a huge one. You know, if, if we're closing today, uh, January 2019, your forced mortgage payment's not going to be till March. Um, you actually have that, that wait period. Yeah, somehow you always feel like you won the lottery, right? Cause right. It's, it's like, <laughs> like you get to skip you a skip month it. of mortgage payments, yeah. even go, though you go on vacation. Right? Yeah, so your first mortgage payment's not till March in that case. And, and I want to make sure the buyers know what to expect. So I always make the joke, you know, feel free to lose your checkbook, and, but make sure you find it again before March. Mm, very good. Um, the next one is reviewing the survey with the buyer. If your buyer got a survey, I want you to bring it up at closing. I want to make sure that I've had a chance to look at it and look it over with your buyer and answer any questions they have. Um, one question I've gotten in the past is, you know, my neighbor is, is furious because there's a, a stake with a pink ribbon on his property line and he thinks the surveyor did it wrong. Well, the pink ones are just markers. They're not the property line. We want to look for the yellow ones. And so I'd love to have that opportunity to tell that to a buyer. Feel free to bring that up and, and share the survey with me ahead of time. Wait, so say that again, the two different colors or what? You've got pink and you've got yellow. The yellow are the property lines. Those are the, the points where two property lines come together and the surveyor is stating that so that a fencing company, a pool company, can draw property lines from one point to the other. And the pink are? Just a marker. You know, if, if the survey says or if the legal description says start at the old oak tree and go 132 feet, well, they're going to mark the old oak tree with a, with a pink marker at times. Uh, hmm. And sometimes it can be a random marker. You may not recognize it right away. Hmm. Very interesting. interesting. Uh, the next one is set up utilities. And some of this depends on, uh, on what county you're in and what service providers are offered. Um, DeKalb and Gwinnett are, are somewhat difficult regarding uh, water setup. Make sure we, we bring that up. If there's, there's a water setup uh, process in DeKalb County and there's an application that actually has to be filled, let's make sure we do that and I give you all the material you need to do that after closing. Um, the next one is tax appeals, and this is a big one, especially in uh, more of our metro counties, uh, Fulton, DeKalb, and sometimes Gwinnett, but Fulton and DeKalb are the biggest offenders. Sellers are disputing tax appeals or tax assessments all the time. If there's an active one, who's going to be controlling it? Who's, is the seller going to be managing the appeal? Because they're still vested. They've, if, if they get an appeal... If they win an appeal, they could get money back. So the seller is very interested in winning hmm. that appeal just as much as a buyer may be. Buyer is going to make money back too in the event the appeal is successful. Hmm. But having that discussion between buyer and seller, who's going to keep going, who's going to take over, that's very important to know ahead of time. Hmm. Um, and then we are doing electronic uh, recording of deeds in most of the counties. There are only a few. Um, oh, but I want a printed one. <laughs> You can still get one, but what our office does is we record them. Um, Campbell and Brand is the only law firm in the entire country that is allowed to record deeds online through Fulton County. Really? No one, no one else does it, and it's, it's 
because they've recognized Kale and Brandon as uh, an industry leader, and they, they're testing it out with us. We've been doing it for over a year now. Well. What that means is these deed scam companies are having less of an opportunity to actually scam your buyer. Uh, what that usually is is they, you know, they get some mailing that looks very official after closing, um, saying if you want a copy, a certified copy of your deed, pay $89, pay $79, whatever it may be, and you'll get a copy. Obviously, they don't need that. That's a scam. They're just trying to get an easy amount of money from you. Hmm. Um, I'm going to email you a copy of your recorded deed within a week or two of closing, and it's going to be e-recorded. So hopefully, it cuts down on the scam, uh, the, the you know, success rate of it, mm -hmm. but make sure that's brought up, that you know, if they're going to be getting stuff from uh, insurance companies and deed scams, that they know to look out for that, that that may not be legitimate. Very good. Now, we know our agents are already smart. But this would be a great opportunity that uh, if you're, again, not using Campbell and Brandon, that maybe you, you can download this list uh, right below this podcast as far as topics to have and sit at the table at closing. Maybe ask these attorneys that are not Campbell and Brandon um, about these questions. It makes you look uh, on, on your game, and, but also uh, maybe even addressing it with for sale by owners. Uh, just, again, allowing them to see the value that you play as a realtor in the business, making sure that they're protected. So thank you, Christian. You're very welcome. We appreciate you listening and uh, always check the page for more upcoming podcasts on all sorts of different topics. We try to bring them to you all the time right here on AtlanticCommunities.net.